And we are back for another week of the SVS Fly Fishing Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Thompson. Uh, across from me, a familiar voice, Urban Fly Company's Mark Burns. Uh, we have a new co-host, Chris Sims. He's on assignment in Mexico with his dad doing some fly fishing. Um, we're going to catch up with him in the next couple weeks. And Chris has been on the show before, but, you know, I can't wait for everybody to get to learn and know him a little bit better. Uh, across from me. And the special guest host chair, Jim Bodini. <laughs> and uh, here's what you uh, can expect to hear on this week's podcast. Um, I know Mark and I want to get us caught up with uh, where we've been and why we're back and where we want to go with the podcast in the future. Um, that's one main thing we really want to touch on. Uh, we're going to catch up on the Beast of the East. Um, I went on an agri trip, had a great time. Uh, the boys from Buffalo came down, and we went on a muskie float just, uh, what, last weekend? Yeah, it's past Sunday. And uh, we got a muskie. Jim. Jim across from me. Jim, I love you, Jim. Got his first muskie. Uh, we're going to get into, you know, how what took Jim down the, you know, the wormhole. Why, or the rabbit hole, per oh, se. Yeah, it's been a rabbit hole. A uh, rabbit <laughs> hole, yeah. Uh, got to hear about that. And, uh, you know, that first muskie, netting it solo, too, so... <clears throat> we also are going to have uh, musky stories from Mark, uh, just what he's been doing in the last few months, some of the highlights he's had. Um, I've got to walk a couple brook trout streams with some good people, take some beautiful walks. We'll talk about that a little bit, maybe some uh, playoff football as well. But uh, as always, we are recording in the Urban Fly Company studios. Uh, Mark, who are the sponsors? Uh, this week's show, brought to you by Sims Fishing. Check them out. They got their new G4s. I guess there's actually new ones, the G4Zs. New ones are out, just came out for 23. Sim, or uh, Yeti, built for the wild. A-Rex hooks, they got a couple new lines of hooks out there too, so check them out. And a new one for uh, kind of us getting started back up this year, Cortland Lines. So we're excited to get partnered up with them. There's going to be a lot more to come on that. So we'll touch on that a little bit more as we kind of get going through the episodes, but there's going to be a lot of new things coming on Cortland's end that's going to be fun, exciting, and nice to be partnered with them. Also, the friends of our show. We've got Ryan Evans up at Queen City Guiding and also Michael Davis with Down to Earth Wealth Management. Heck yeah. <clears throat> so, Mark, we're going to get caught up a little bit first. You just want to catch up real quick and then uh, we'll, uh, with just with the podcast stuff. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, you don't hear Chad anymore. Uh, Chad's not here. Hurts my heart. But, uh, uh, you know, we're going to miss our friend. Uh, he was a great host. Um, Thanks to all the people who kicked me in the ass and said, please, please help me with the podcast, or please bring the podcast back. You know, I know Mark was getting oh, a lot man. of feedback. He got a lot. Uh, all the, every, every week, it was multiple people. Just, you know, when's the podcast coming back? What's going on? When's the next show coming? It was just life. You know, sure, it really was. Sure. I mean, it kind of just like life got to us there where everybody's kids are doing something. We've had a lot going on. I mean, all of us, you know, working-wise with jobs and what have you, and got to that point with sports and just all the different activities going on. I was like, all right, well, it's kind of getting to where everybody's got something going on Sunday. Everything, you know, this is going on. It's like things just kind of got to the point where, like, all right, we'll take a week off here. We'll take a week off here. And then went to another week and another week and another week. And it's like, all right, well, are we coming for a a minute there? I was kind of – it's like there was such a gray area there probably. There was no a couple too. a couple months after the fact, like, what is gonna go on here? So because even like the end, like 
last couple months there, they were kind of hit or miss there. I think we had a few weeks in between a couple shows. And when was the last time we recorded? It was probably what? It was pre Beast. I know that. Yeah, it was definitely pre Beast. Uh, I think yeah. it was right after doing some. Can I get a little more line on this cord? Because if I turn my head, it chokes me. <laughs> You might have to just scoot a little closer. You may body. have to. Oh, no, you're yeah, we're we're kind of getting readjusted yeah, here, here in the in the new studio. Yeah, we got it here in the new Beautiful. Urban Fly Company studios. Uh, yeah, there was there was a little, you know, man, the, being at the Beast and man, those guys really, really, you know, are hitting it home on, you know, just you guys, you got to do something, you got to figure this out, and uh, you know, those guys especially, just and Evans. Every time I talk to him, SVS is dead. <laughs> I did this. I I I asked Chad, you know, for all the equipment and to bring it back, and you know, you know, give he gave us a, you know, a, he's honored that we're still doing it, and uh, you know, but it, oh, I'm doing this half despite him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> uh, but yeah, there was right after the beast. There was just that time. I was like, man, I, am I gonna do it? Am I gonna am I gonna get a hold of Chad? Am I gonna ask for the you know, get the podcasting stuff and you know figure out a way to do it all and, you know, get it all together. And so well, I mean, like when you got all those guys helped out when you got with me, it was kind of like, it wasn't even at that point like to think about it. I was like, yeah, let's roll. I'm ready. It's kind of like a little resurgence. Cause like when you and I talked about it and we're going to speak about that a little bit here moving forward, like really just that moving forward and how we're going to go about it now. I mean, you kind of hear things are a little, a little different from the start, not quite the same, but there's going to be a little changes here, and I think one thing that we're going to work on, too, if we want to get into, is we're going to start doing some segments, which we tried to do in the past, and we did a little bit, and we stopped, and there's some things now that, you know, over time, it's kind of like, all right, well, let's, you know, these are some good ideas that have been tossed around for a while, and let's kind of figure out how can we incorporate them and work them into the show. So I know, like, one thing that we've been talking about, we're going to start doing the gear reviews. We've talked about our sponsors for the last how many years, but we seldom talk about, you know, the stuff. So whether it's, you know, Sims, because we all wear their gear from the waders to boots to jackets to everything. Everything. Underlining the whole way up through the layering system to, you know, I mean, we all have got the Yeti bags, the coolers and everything on that. And A-Rex hooks, I mean, I tie on hundreds of you know, thousands literally every year. Not hundreds of thousands, but thousands. So there's a lot on the A-Rex line, too. And a lot of people out there asking questions, you know, what the different hooks are and why they're used. And so I think there's a lot that we can talk about on that end. And you know, when we talked on early, Cortland. So we'll be talking a lot about them in the gear reviews, too. Yeah, I think that's something that'll, you know, I, I have some other. And I think there are a few so, other funny well, things that we're, you know, going to get into as well. We, we want to keep this humorous. We don't want to be flat. We do want to, you know, our comedy and our, our silliness a little was always something that was, you know, kept it fun, kept it light. It's not too, we don't want to just sound boring. And silly, yeah, no, you know? no, that, that's not going to be getting gone. No. By no Cracking stretch. beers. We're all drinking beers. I mean, we're all hanging out, having a good time. You know what I mean? That's that's something I don't want to change about it for sure. I think that's something that separated us from other podcasts that could be. A yeah, and more I think uh, in doing this, and I guess kind of the reason why we're doing this is to maybe allocate that kind of part of it a little bit differently, so that we can get through the things a little better before yes. we go off the rails. Yes, we have sure, a tendency sure. to start getting into things, and then next thing you know, it's like. Well, I'm just kind of sitting there looking at the two of you going, what are we talking about right now? <laughs> so we can kind of keep them in, you know, a little more straight and narrow. Yeah. But we've got a lot of people, too, and, you know, with the, the kind of back on the gear review thing that send us a lot of stuff into the show. So kind of stuff that we can go over and talk about. we got a lot of people that send us flies, too. Yeah. Yeah, there's a ton of flies. Oh, I yes. use a lot of them. Yeah. Absolutely. 
And I know we hit on that a little bit, but we can even take some take a little more time to kind of have like a little part where we can go over all that stuff. You know, show by show, it'll be a little bit different. And each one we hit on something different. And if you got something kind of your, hey, you guys use this. What's it like? Reach out, and we'll talk about it. Yeah. Again, we're gonna we will have guests on the show. Um, Mark's already talked to a couple people that we're gonna be. You know, next we didn't want to. Th- yeah, we fished on the boat with you. Yeah, but I'm just saying, you fished yeah. the evening. So the night that yeah. you got there, that evening, yeah, I fished. It was just Bam and I. We went down to the, the outflow. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, that was all. We just went for a couple hours. And then the next morning's when we got up and Jim got in. Yeah, that's the next morning. And then, yeah, the yeah. next morning, yeah, we went on the lake. It was just Bam and Jim and I. Yeah, that day. What did we eat that night? That's when we did the boil. Yeah, was it? the boil. Was, yeah. Okay, Thursday oh, night man. boil? Huh. Sims is a machine. Yeah, because Friday. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, no. Wow, we should have thought about this before we got <laughs> on the air. Okay. No because wait, because Friday, yeah, I remember, because I was there like Wednesday through Sunday. So now I kind of, and I got, well, I left in the morning. Well, I picked up Bam at like one at the airport. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we had Bam fly in from Wisconsin. Got him, took, by the time we got up there, we got a few hours Bam of fishing is in. Full name, Josh Smelter. Josh Smelter. Yeah. Bam, Bam fly guy. There you go. Um, so yeah, Wednesday night, that's when we just did the sausages. Thursday night, you rolled in. Chris and everybody rolled in. And as I thought, that, yeah, that's when we did the boil. And then Friday night. No, I was there Wednesday night. Yeah, because Friday yeah, night, we did the wings. That's I when know. Nikki and everybody did. Mm. Nikki and the PJ and I took out my little my little tin can boat, my little 12-footer. Yeah. And we I, oh, nine I, I, five I, I, I all the way zipping past you guys every oh, single yeah. time we've seen you. Hell yeah. So yeah, we were right there. And then Friday night, we did the wings. So yeah, Thursday night, we uh, Chris brought up a, a huge boil. I mean, everything. Oh, yeah. Sausage to corn to shrimp to mussels. No, it was clams. It was clams, yeah. It was clams and, and there's mussels, too. Shrimp. And then little pieces of hot dog or sausage was in there, too. There's a few other things uh, potatoes, in there. Potatoes, corn. Just Rick threw I some mean, stuff in. That was, had, his, were the, his were the fresh uh, clams. Clams, okay. And then he brought the um, oysters as well that, yep. you know, I'm not a raw oyster guy, but, man, you know, you get a couple drinks in me. I did. That I did, was my I did first, two a night. That was my first time ever trying I did two a night. They were, they were, yeah, they were good. Uh, they were a not bit bad of, at all. A little bit of cocktail, you know, sauce. Right down the hatch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were, really so, they good they were salty. They were salty. They were, they were good. They went good with the beer. I think it's like a certain point Rick was making Bam just like shuck oysters, just constantly shucking them. <laughs> he was just like, using like, yeah, I don't want to shuck them anymore. Yeah, you can learn all you want. Good. Shuck this one, this one, this one. You guys still eating them? Oh, yeah. He... Rick always brings up great food as well. Oh my god, the food was by far, you know, that was that was a very highlighting moment of that whole experience. The beast food was definitely on the on the top of the list. Oh, the Friday night was ridiculous. They were doing uh, buffalo wings, they had fries. Mm-hmm. I was running fish off there for literally like two hours straight. Yeah, some it's fresh just, caught walleye throwing out of the, uh, on a, Oh yeah, the, the walleye Lake too. Erie. Oh, and let yeah. me tell you how good that worked out. Because my dad was like, listen, here's the deal. I'm going to go to so-and-so spot. And I only want to go try to catch a couple big fish. But we don't like eating them giant ones. Because they're all like 8 to 11, 12 pounds. He's like, do you want them? And I was like, yeah. Because what I want to do is try them like we did with redfish. So take redfish and cube them. And then you roll them in uh, like a good brown mustard. And then just put your typical breading on them and fry them that way. Ooh, that's what we did with that walleye, and they were phenomenal. Like them big, huge, thick, massive chunks. Not like the little, small, good ones. I mean, them ones, yeah. you're fine. But yeah, rolled it in a little bit of mustard first. It's like literally two hours straight. I think we went through two whole things of uh, oil. No, I ran out. I still had like, I'm. It was amazing. Oh, that, that night was perfect. Mm. <laughs> I had a little side story for later. 
for my Monday morning at work. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that food was wonderful, and it was oh my gosh! Then what was uh, the so you, we had a crew there this year? Yeah, so we had. I want to talk a little bit about that. There was there were probably there's dozen of us seven boats, two campers, and there were. Uh, yeah, four teams, right? Four teams of three guys. Yeah. He had yeah. a small colony on the top of a mountain. He did. Yeah. And I felt like it was, it was man, fantastic. I thought it was one of the best was times. Awesome. Oh, the camaraderie was great. Oh, yeah, was it was great. great Everybody time. was cool and having a good time. Jay played the best playlist ever written in, in, in ever, right? Right, fellas? The playlist, remember? No, 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 I thought we brought it up on a... Uh, Fly tying night, and you guys were making fun of me, but uh, yeah, I mean, just yeah, like you said, waking up. I mean, there was food, and then we did the next day. What there was like somebody did like what did you do? You had bacon. Dude, wrapped. I supplied the hooch, man. I came with the booze. Yeah, but you you had like a bacon wrap something, didn't you? Oh yeah, I brought tenderloins and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh man, we had tenderloins yeah, the one had, night. Oh my god, how about the appetizers and the, and the crab cakes? The crab cakes, but how about the uh, what was that thing oh. that from? The, the jalapeno poppers yes. that the kids did? That oh, were, my oh, my God. God, were Matt. they good. Matt, Matt There was stuff yeah. with it. Didn't oh they have gosh. deer in them, too? It was uh, Nikki Sags's team. Yeah, didn't they yep. have deer in it, I think, as well? It was like a bacon-wrapped jalapeno popper with, like, cheese or something on it. And, like, some... I don't know what... But it was ridiculous. Those wings were d- absolutely amazing. Those those were some pretty good wings that they. Oh, the wing, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. If there's one thing that kids from Buffalo know to do, I, it's Buffalo yeah, wings. I, w- I would hope. They I were, would they, hope. Yeah, they were awesome, just amazing. Uh, Homemade blue. Oh man, we went. We ate. It was food. much, much better than the fishing was. Oh yeah, last year we took first and second place in big fish. Uh, this year we did nothing, nothing, and nothing. Uh, moved a did couple. You move. We you moved. Move? Yeah, we moved one big, one. Mid mid musky, probably thirty six or something, thirty seven, and uh, like the biggest smallmouth I've ever seen in my life. I thought it, we all thought it was a musky following until it was like half a musky. I'm like, where the fuck was the rest yeah. of that musky at? Just seen all forehead <laughs> coming through the water. Yeah, oh, it was awesome. I'm like, dude, that was a smallmouth. It had a paddle for a tail. It was, it was, man. Day one, we had crap all day, and then right at the end of the day, what, probably four o'clock. Chris moved a little, 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 I'm talking like the littlest muskie I've seen. And then it started smacking at our flies, but it was too small to eat them. And then right, probably maybe an hour later, I had a little fish, maybe upper, upper 20s, pushing 30. Came up, hammered the fly, and I just, idiot. Set too soon, pulled it right out of its mouth. And then we had a good wind in the next morning. Had mm-hmm. a fish in that he ate, and the wind started blowing hard. It was pulling us out off the bank, and the boat's just cooking, and this fish is chasing the fly in a figure eight. Up all over, just never made contact with him. Chris had another one coming. He had a good one. He moved the best one of the boat, probably give or take in the 40 range. Mm. Came into the eight and same thing, busted off. And then shortly after that morning, bite window was over. We didn't see nothing the rest of the second day. I mean, we had four opportunities. We definitely should have put a fish or two in the boat, 100%. And you guys, you had what? I moved, I moved one on the first day, right in the evening, like probably like right around 4th, 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 or something like that. And uh, that late day bite window was the and you know what it was just one of those things you know it just fish came up you know I don't know where we went back over a deep stretch along a shelf and you know figure eating and then boom fish came up just real quick missed it went back down didn't see another fish 
So, I mean, definitely it was tough. I really think that that cold front that came in for that tournament, I mean, our pre-fishing day was like awesome weather, and then it was like the falling day. It's like the minute the tournament opened up, it was just cold. Oh, it yeah. Was, it, was, it, was it was so cold. cold. Oh, yeah. We went from T-shirt to bundled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't cold as gear. bad as they said it was going to be, but it was still, I mean, it was a 30-degree temp drop on them fish. I mean, I mean, there was still some yeah. fish caught. I mean, it ended up we, the second day, the early bite window, the second day is what was money. I mean, everybody seemed to be getting their fish first thing the next. Mm-hmm. So we moved two we then, do. and, you know, that's you yep. moved yours, and then there was everybody caught theirs right about there. There was only, I think, a couple fish caught first day, mm-hmm. and then that morning window, the second day, put most up. I think, what, 40? What was the biggest? 43? That was a second day morning fish. Yeah, I, I don't remember. I was like drunk at the, at the party thing. That, I don't remember any of it. It was just, it, dude, it was a great time, period. Like, fish, part. Uh, the whole first part of the float was, I mean, it was quiet. We didn't move crap. We had what, two boats. We had Chad, Torg, and you. Yep. And we had myself, Chris, and Evans in the other boat. And two rafts. Two rafts, yep. So we did the first part of the float, and nothing. Didn't see a fish, didn't move nothing. We're probably, what, pushing 11 o'clock-ish? There, was so something, there is something, I mean, there is something pretty cool. I mean, unless we don't want to get too descriptive, but... There was there's something a little fun at the beginning of the at the beginning of that float though. Yeah, yeah, it is a fun little spot there. We had some fun there. Yeah, a little bit of turbulence. Yeah, yeah, that's a, little, a neat neat little spot. Yeah, you get the little bit of butt cheek pucker, you know. Yeah, we get down, we stop for lunch, give it probably a good forty five minutes, and you guys go up ahead of us. So like, all right, and we're still probably a good twenty twenty five minutes short of a ma- of a, a major coming in. So we're still, I think the major's coming through just afternoon. So like, I try to get as close to that as we can. And you guys take off, about, give you about five minutes, start off. I'm like, you know what, let's go switch here real quick. Let's go small. Let's run down through this one more time small. We'll switch back over. And it wasn't like third cast. Look up, Evans is hooked. Reach back for the net, grab the net, and it gets caught on everything. So I'm sitting there like fumbling, and Chris is back there. He's trying to help me. I'm like, Evans, keep him on, keep him on. He's like, uh-oh, uh-oh. Come on, come on. And he's like under the boat digging. And at this point, we're kind of off the current edge now, so I'm just drifting along there. It took a good, I don't know, you were, you were in the other boat, and you probably know, it was a good like 15, 20 seconds for Chris to get that net dislodged. We noticed, um, more, or Chad, Chad was in the back of the boat, and he was, you know, front casting, so he's looking at you guys, had his ass up against me. And uh, this is right after we ate lunch. You know, we had all had our fun time on the shore, and... Uh, yeah, he looks up and, oh, look up there, look up there, oh, look, look what's happening. So, you know, immediately I peel eyes up. Evans is hooked up. Net's getting caught on everything. Evans is still hooked up. Evans is still hooked up. Well, at, at least it's hooked good. Yeah, it had <laughs> been a good 15, 20 yeah, seconds. At least like, it's hooked good. As soon as it came out, it's like, boom, popped the net, and the fish was right there and just scooped it right up. But we had a good little setup for that net. We had the old rower seat in. Then we upgraded to that high back. And now the net doesn't sit back there. So now you got to try to figure out, like, where to put it in between. Not working out the best. But got him in the net regardless. Yeah. Nice little fish, probably 31, 2-ish, give or take. Ate a new little fly I've been working on. Like a small f- triple, like river pigish type deal. So I think fish is good. Man, I want to talk about uh, how, how much fun... Torg is to have in the boat. Oh, he, he's, oh he's my a gosh. A hundred and ten percent enthusiasm. 
<laughs> about and especially like that place is is something different it's not like what you're usually used to seeing you know and you know you're pulling your you know your fly and it's going you know even we see this at a shangle light you like pull your fly next to a, a big rock or something and you're just like it's that it's like that yep. oh god jesus yeah. is there not a fish coming out this yeah. way? you know you just get that intense uh, moment you're like it's so like you're like waiting for jaws to come there's and a lot this of them fly. There. Yep. yeah and there's a lot of places like that there and just his enthusiasm and his you know i i love that and it it, it makes it fun to be in the boat uh i haven't had my boat out this past year as much as i usually do but man, that just, boy, that gave me the, I wants and I want to go, you know what I mean? And be as much as I possibly can again. So just yeah, oh, having him in the boat was just, oh, what a joy. Uh, having my fat buddy Chad in the boat. And the first time he had fished in quite a while, uh, he took up a new hobby, which he's down the, the old rabbit hole. We'll go again uh, with um, doing some duck hunting, some water fouling and uh, shooting the stupid canadians <laughs> and um you know god bless him for what he hey hey he's having fun and it, it's a good time i get to see him at archery league all the time and this time of year and uh yeah you guys still shoot midweek yeah yeah we've still been shooting on tuesdays yep nice. yep got a new bow myself got a new hoyt Ooh. Ooh. yeah nice it's a nice bow Ooh. i like it i got i got me a uh carbon spider at home I have a, what, oh, I just, oh, geez, I'm pretty sure I have a very similar, I have a, what is it, the G, is it a G3? I don't know, man. I kind of fell out with buying. But, I had a bad way. habit of buying it's, new it's ones really, like it's every It's really nice year. and really light, way lighter than my last one, and it shoots pretty nice, so we're going to get her all honed in and shooting well. I just, you, you can't beat carbon, man. <laughs> Target oh, bow, or is you can also? No, this hunt. is a hunting bow hunting that bow, we yeah. shoot. At for, targets with, yeah, but there gotcha. are guys out there with you know the specific target, yeah, yeah, with like you know uh, a stabilizer, like yeah, it's eighteen you know, feet long. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're touching the target with it. They're sure, just, sure. They're just lining you like, up you the like, shot. You can like <coughs> poke it in yeah. with it. Yeah, exactly. Why well, have a laser yep. when you got a stabilizer that'll yeah. reach? Exactly. Yeah. So that and uh, they they have the um, you know the the magnifying glasses basically or whatever the fuck that thing is. It's a uh. It makes the thing look closer, a magnifier on your Oh, yeah, on your, like a 1X yeah. lens yeah, or like, something. Yeah. It's like it has one dot. You know, I'm shooting on like four dots, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, man. Like, I got, you got to rock a solo pin. Yeah. You got to rock a solo pin. That's, yeah, that's and how it, it just yeah. makes you buy a rangefinder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, but, you know, there are a lot of great shooters on, in our league that they compete with Olympians and everything, so. No, no kidding. Yeah. They actually, one of the kids that, guys that shoots with us, he actually, I think he beat one of the Olympians in the tournament. They they go all around. There, I mean, it's is there a young it's girl? There's a, there's a lot of good shooters there. Is there a young girl that was used to shoot there? Still does that was because there. I know that there's one local that went the you know, Olympian. There, and she was young. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, they but they do have a lot of great shooters out of that out of that place. That's so, pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's 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 good time to. Relax, have a little guy time with my yeah. brother-in-law, and something you know, to do on a weeknight. Yeah, you know, makes you a little more confident. You know, especially me, somebody who's not you know too great at archery hunting and thicker arrows, bud. That's oh, oh, yeah. Well, no, yeah. I have the yeah. thicker arrows. Just shoot a dowel rod down yep, there. I, yeah, I bought thicker arrows, and I have the thinner arrows too, and everything else. But you know, that is, it's uh, like I said, it's a fun little Tuesday night. Go jack around the guys. Heck yeah, it's not that far from you. No, no, it's close. Right it's down. fun couple minutes from my house so hey do you want to take a break yeah and then we will uh Come we'll get up on more. jim's musky trip i i i'm i'm gonna hear about how my 
uh, Jim got into musky fishing a little oh, bit too. God, that, we'll that's, let him. We'll let him go for thirty-five minutes. Story, guys, you can't wait to see this one. Here, hear this one. Perfect. On that, we're gonna stop this thing if I know how. Good luck. Okay, our break's over, and uh, we're back. We're gonna get into uh, some of uh, some stories of that. Uh, our buddy Jim over here, his uh, you're right, Jay. No, I'm not. No, <laughs> no, no, the break, the break hurt me, man. You guys need to quit breaking me like that. Oh, now we're registering really high. Okay, we can do. Okay, we'll turn our mics down just a little. I was trying to mess with this stuff while we were uh, outside, but all right, Jim. So, what kind of got you down? No, just take us into even you know go as early back as we didn't want to. What got you into this kind of shit? All right. So the whole musky fishing game. Okay. So I met I met Mark through, you know, our job at the time before he went fully into Urban Fly Co. When he was a civilian. So you're so used car salesman. Our, yeah, our, our okay. car sales life. Yeah. And, um, you know, you, you meet people like whenever you're going out and, you know, you bump into somebody that's like, oh, yeah, I fish. And then you're like, yeah, I fish. Do you really fish? And then you start, you know, you sit there. It's like almost like, you know, you're swapping all the pictures and everything. You're whacking each other's puds and stuff. Sure, you know? sure. Yeah. So, well, I found out real quick that, like, Mark really fishes. Like, his uh, his little photo, you know, collage that I seen at the time, you know. I was like, all right, yeah, cool, definitely. He's like, I only fish for muskies and I only use a fly rod. I went, that's pretty badass. So, I was like, I definitely want to try that. So, you know, we, I mean, we talked about, you know, fishing, you know, here and there, here and there. And I could tell, like, he was just so, so over, you know, listening to me talk about steelhead fishing. Oh, okay. <laughs> his, his name at work yeah. was Pinner Jim. Yeah. 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 Pinner Jim. Yeah. So I could tell that he was just completely, completely <laughs> over with the, with the trout stories. So, you know, one day I was like, hey, man, you know, I want to go out. I want to try it. And uh, he's like, all right, cool. I went out and I bought a brand new musky gear combo. Okay. We we launched that raft and started going down that river. And he's like, Well, do you want to start with trying a fly rod? I went, Yeah, sure. Okay. So I had like a hundred and eighty dollar, you know, musky combo sitting in the boat. I didn't touch it the entire day. The entire day. Didn't even cast it one time while we were out there. I just I, I messed around with that fly rod. And uh, you know. <coughs> Obviously, you know, the first day with you know went out and everything. It was a little bit of a learning curve, so I really wasn't expecting, you know, to catch much anything. It was more or less just I, I fell in love with that presentation, man. You know, you you cast out that fly, you strip it back, just watching that thing dance coming through the water column when it's coming back to you. I mean, it's I mean that alone right there is addictive. So went a couple times, and actually, honestly, I think I think the first two or three times, I actually I booked you. I I I. I I paid for a couple private private trips. Yeah, the first yeah. time or two you did, yeah. So, uh, but then shortly after that, like, I started buying my own sticks and everything, and then I wanted to start going more. And, I mean, eventually it was just like, yeah, let's just go. Don't worry about, you know, the guide service Enough weather, Western HJs later. Yeah. And, Jesus, yeah. now we're fishing together. Okay. Yeah, I, cool. I, I financed my way in. You found? Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah. It was Mar- work. Mark accepts Visa. It, so. Yeah, it wasn't the old-fashioned way. Or no, it was the old-fashioned way. It worked. At least you didn't like, find them on plentyoffisherman.com. Yeah, that's you know? true. True. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. a Craigslist ad or yeah. nothing. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so yeah, I'll buy, I'll buy lots of flies. Let's go fishing. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's another thing, flies too. Where I, got, it's at. I got a collection at home. It, it, that's like collecting baseball cards, man. 
Sure. Well, it's like lures. It's you know you don't want to lose those things. When they go down there, you're like, oh, even if oh, you tie them yourself, it's like, that's like an hour Yeah, and they half are like collecting time. baseball cards because you have this nice big collection that you think that someday you're going to have. You're like, man, is it really going to be worth something? No, they're not going to be worth shit. No. no. Just, no. A couple, just a couple of eats. Yeah. You got a neon electric purple, you know, double Buford that's never going to see, you know, anything ever. But you're like, man, is it beautiful? I'm just going to keep it in the box just in case that one day, that one day I'm going to be feeling it. So, but. Big um, muddy day. Yeah, big muddy day. But uh, going back into like chasing down, you know, the muskies and everything, it was just. Did like, you start I, pike fishing? Was it like, I mean, no, at first, I, like, no, no, I, I mean, but I mean, I'm I'm saying like, as far as even in your gear fishing, you were just steelhead away. Like every, you weren't right. you weren't you weren't into walleyeing. You weren't into throwing gear for pike and or anything else. So I originally like whenever you know you know I, I started know there's a, play, a couple of places right where you live that are so. Sheesh. So whenever I started getting into, you know, like fishing, you know, starting off like my, I fish with my grandpa all the time, you know, like most of us usually fish with, you know, either grandpa or dad or something like that. It was always my grandpa. So he was a real big bass fisherman. So we would always go out there and, you know, throw flukes and everything, you know, catching largemouths and everything, cool. you know, so, you know, simple stuff like that. Sure. So after, you know, you know, kind of grew up into my adult life, you know, everything moved on and then stuff like that. Um, I, I started going into like hat fishing and things like that, you know, um, flatheads love catching a flathead on gear rod all the time. <laughs> I will, uh, Mark wants to catch one on a fly rod so bad. And I'm sitting there going, ah, that's that, that, that just seems like that's going to be a fun time. But, um, outside of that, I mean, no, not really. Didn't really, you know, fish for too much game fish. I was always, you know, meat, put a pe- big piece of meat on a hook, throw it out there, let it sit. You know, sure. wait to see what takes it. So, like, that was, like, a different step into it. And, you know, and then I did get into steelhead fishing. So, I mean, you know, fishing spawn bags and everything, you know. Sure. Center pinning, oh, if you will. Center <laughs> yeah, pinning. No. Yeah, Pinner, Pinner Jim. At least you yeah. converted them. Yeah. I, yeah, dude, that is another thing. I haven't touched my center pin since. I'm a reformed pinner. <laughs> I, I take pride in that. <laughs> yeah, I think one of the first time at work you said that about pin. I'm like, yeah, you're one of them idiots that stands at the top of the creek, a hundred yards oh. out there, and your floats uh, the whole way out in front of me. Even before we get into the the musky and stuff, uh, you went up and did a trip up to New York yourself. Oh man, yeah, I did like four or five different trips, and I, I spent almost you know every free time I had in October, I was up there. Awesome. Um, ended up taking three guys that had never been there before up. Um, we had 52 fish across two days. There so, you go. I mean, see? that was a good day. That's awesome. All my fish, no pinning was involved. Mark, Mark's over no here. No pinning was involved. It was all swung on either a fly or he a swing of a bead. So. Mark just left. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. He's Big like, oh, stories. Yeah, yeah. I saw some giant browns, uh, dude. Oh, it was awesome. I actually, dude, I had a really a couple good, really good ones. Really yeah. good batch of browns, man. I hooked a couple really, really beautiful males. I caught a r- couple good fish. Yeah, so. it looked like it. That's why I wanted to. As you, soon as, he, as, soon as I river? thought about it, I had to bring what it up. That? Did you do the big river this year? We did all small water. I did all small stuff, nice. man. Yeah, just all small stuff. You should come up and hang I out on the big river. The, I want to do the Niagara. Yeah, so we'll we'll get you up there next year. Yeah, I'm definitely going. Yeah, I'm that'll, that. I want a yeah. lake trout bad. So. Absolutely. You're nice. in. You should have. Uh, it's, a, it's a lot of fun, man. Uh, boy. Nothing like it, walking down on something like that. I thought about just driving up at one point, just intruding on your adventure. You should. Like, you're more hey, than welcome. What's going on, man? Intruding? I'd be like, yeah. Jim. Hey, I see. Did you bring any here. beer? <laughs> of course. Yeah, there's always beer. Hell we got yeah. some kind of booze. Okay. 
That would have been perfect. <laughs> we go a little earlier now. Uh, I think I missed my daughter's birthday this year. That's no, bad. I was here. No, it was my own birthday. No, yeah, I was there on my own birthday. That's what it was. Yeah. Good stuff. No, my kid's birthday was on uh, first day of deer season this year, mm. and I was up at camp, and then I came home. So, Keep going, Jim. All right, I was off track there. Well, uh... Let's get let's get into the you know back into the uh, back into the muskets. The, yeah, go ahead. So uh, you've had some close encounters in the last, you know, probably year year and a half now. I'll put it to you this way. All right, with Mark was in March, oh, coming up on two years ago. So for the first whole year of musky fishing with Mark, I pretty much thought this was like a make believe animal at this point that's going to hit this fly. Wait, wait, wait unicorn. Uh, a unicorn. It's a unicorn. Yeah, 100% yeah. a unicorn. Yeah, no, absolutely. this is worse than a unicorn, man. This thing had, like, you know, mythical powers. Like, this this creature just, it was elusive. I just, I'd never seen one, never ended up getting a follow, anything like that. But, you know, I stuck with it. You know, we he took me out, you know, on a couple smaller trips where we did, you know, he took me out on a pike float later on, and I, and I had a great pike float with them i mean we ended up sticking like i think three or four fish on one float a couple good ones that day yeah, too. A couple you had a couple fish. 30 like low 30 that first fish that was that was the best fish of the day that one right off the rip in the morning yeah you definitely got your feet wet there for a few sessions you started getting a lot of good pike and getting the strip set down and there's a lot to be said about how to present a fly for a musket. There is you can go so out there going on and fish and fish and fish and fish and fish and you can fish for years and not see one there's a reason they sit where they are and there's a reason each fly is designed the way that it is. And there's once you can figure out how to consistently get that fly to where that fish is going to ambush from, it takes a while, and it does. A lot of it's the cast. You got cast has got to be right. You know, get that fly to do what it is. And, and you progressed little by little, and it's like you can see every trip a little more, a little more, and it's like it's coming. And I, and you knew off the bat. I told you. I mean, it's you're not going to go out and see a lot of fish. So you're going to have to. And then like once you start getting to that point, I'm like, we really got to do some pike because you're doing exactly what you need to do now. Now you need to actually put a fish on the end of the line doing it, so you can like feel that strip set into them. And we got going on pike there for a while after mm-hmm. kind of heated yeah, up. Yeah, pike was good there for a minute. But uh, the best pike story that we had, though. Oh yeah, the, getting the fly yeah. back, man. Getting that was a the good fly one. back. That was that was by far one of the most memorable pike moments I had. You know, uh, lot ended up losing a fly, little itty bitty deceiver that was putting fish in the boat all day. You know, little toothy pike came up, took it, and we switched leaders and went right back across the hole, and we ended up, you know, getting the fly back. That was that was that was really cool. It's one of those moments. It's like if you wouldn't have done it. You wouldn't have. It, it's no chance that you know get the fly back whatsoever. But you know we took the risk and it was it was a really cool story. That was a fun one. Mm-hmm. I tell you what though, the fish before that, that was a big that one that took that clouser. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a big fish. That was a really big fish mm-hmm. for a small area like that to be thirty five seven range. Mm-hmm. That was a solid fish. Little random pool. Yep. Yeah, no idea. Their first cast, we literally set anchor, stood up, made a cast, and it's like right at the front where that back eddy started. And you wouldn't have ever thought in a million years a fish like that would be there. It's like a little two-inch flash clouser, and you just see that thing like flash in the water, and then this just massive streak comes along and just turns broadside and sits there. Like, 
20 feet away from the boat. Yeah, yep, there, there goes that fly. There's been quite a few eats where we both just like kind of look oh. at each other like, oh my god, did you see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen that. Yeah, uh huh. But I, you know, and then progressing like going into smallmouth, like we just kept going, like you know, even though it, it's taken almost two years to catch one of these fish, you know what? I knowing what I know now, I'm kind of glad that it did take two years. The journey is the just jur- as the journey, much the, as you know, as meeting the, the people that I... Here's the thing. If I would have stuck one the first day that we would have went out, chances are, I don't know, I might have taken like a little bit of a different path with it, you know? I might not have gotten as, you know, involved in, in this kind of fishing stuff. Like, look at me right now. I'm sitting here with a pod... I'm doing a podcast with you guys. So, you know, two years ago, if I would have caught a fish, would I be sitting here? Would I have met all you guys and had all the memories and like going to the beast? And, you know, I mean, you can't can't put a price on that fly tying night i mean i appreciate all of that it's definitely it's fly a great tying time. nights have been a blast yeah, this year yeah, speaking been good. awesome yeah they sure they have, have been awesome so we'll get into some fly tying nights because we have we're that's another little uh thing i could put over here uh but uh dude so so what that it first, was that first musky like you will you want to get into the meat and potatoes now. yeah dude let's let's right. like i want to hear i want to hear a little bit a little you know what? i mean we could Make it, nah, we'll, we'll we'll save tying night for a little later. I want to hear this. I want to like the last. Yeah, there we'll was, get on right. tying night. There were a couple. Right, right. There were a couple of videos I've seen, and I don't know if do you have like a GoPro Listen, strapped to your chest? I, because if you don't, you know I I don't like this. Okay, like I my buddy Aaron Chine, you know, uh, the box art studio. Uh, he another guy. He he hadn't caught a hybrid yet. Goes down. Is is running a video by you know it's like it's all name. Why are man. you even run? No, in my in, I'm saying to you, as somebody who hadn't caught a muskie yet, why the fuck are you worried about a a, a video? So a he, video. So he can like, send me a picture man. afterwards, toting how good well, his strip set is, and well, I can go, hey, not to be Debbie Downer, but that you 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 still. I'm still just saying. You, yeah, you, I know. You, you, you pulled the rod to the right. You kind of yeah, gear I, set. I, I know. Who gives yeah. a, I mean, you got a picture of it, and it looks like shit later afterwards. That's fine. But, like, why in the heck are you worried about a video? You better worry about catching that fish. That like, video ain't taking nothing away from catching a fish. It's sitting I, on the top I of know. your head. It's just something, that, I it's just something this, else man. that is... I don't know. I just I don't. I, I, I think I, it's. I think you're almost like you're almost like down the road. It's like, it's like, no, it's like one. Of, it's like one of these announcers. Why does my mic sound weird? It you sound great. You sound just like my... you sound just like Mark. Hmm. Uh, they're they're very well and will between a handful collectively accumulate to something with all of that down the road though too. There's a lot for what's sure, sure, and you're gonna appreciate even that one coming up and snap like. Oh, Man, I got it. my heart broken. But, you know, it's over like it's like over. when an announcer says something about a kicker, though. You know, he says, "Oh, or a free throw." You know, it's like, "Oh, you know, he's made a uh, seventy, you know, whatever, a million of these right in a row, and then boink." You know, I feel like you're doing that by running a camera. Well, no, at some point you're going to catch one. You're going to sure. screw up if you're going to sure. screw up without the camera yeah, in your man, head or not. I mean, after, after, after you, you get forget it, it's on. Maybe, yeah. maybe, you maybe just, just it, a, forget it. Maybe I'm just a little, a little stitious. Like, like, I forget he has it on. I'm like, you know, shut that thing off. <laughs> yeah. You talk about something, shut that off. And the nice thing about musky fishing, too, and filming is like, you know, if it's, you know, a, a somewhat 
average day of muskie fishing, the easiest way to edit the film is just delete it. <laughs> Nothing happened. We got enough B-roll already. Yeah, the so, other day sure. we were out. That's it. We were leaving. I'm like, well, I know you can yeah. do that video. Yeah. Delete the whole Delete thing. Delete the file. There was a one thing in it. I mean, with one fish the other day that came in low, and as soon as I went to the A, I'm like, here he comes, and then he just swam away. No, they are, and it's it's cool to get those moments. I'm just messing with you. For the first one, I just felt like it's, you know. I thought obsessive. about doing it. I thought about using a center pin, dude. You should have. <laughs> lo- we would have all loved that. It's just going to float a big old shiner down there yeah, with sure, a float underneath sure. it. You oh, know? God. <clears throat> but, um, no, so, you know, it's a little bit colder, you know. I figured, you know, I'd take a little bit of vacation time off from work. And, you know, he Mark's been tied up with doing orders and stuff like that because he's been backed up and he's trying to get caught up in everything to make, you know, his business work, which I totally get it. So, you know, I'm going to go out by myself. So uh, I ended up ordering, you know, polarized filters and everything for my GoPros, you know, because it just, you could see so much better you down sh- into the water with you a polarized sure filter. Yeah. Yeah, that thing worked really good. Yeah, sure I'm did. very impressed with that. I'm very impressed with that, so. Um, but, you know, took a couple days off, and it was a sunny day. Just went at a random time. Didn't even check anything. Just went out to just, you know, get a fly wet. Casting practice, if you will. And I know that's that's what it feels like, you know, up to that point. Just because, you know, been fishing for all this time. Just haven't been able to put it together. I've had fish follow in the eight. You know, I've had fish follow out on the lake. I've had fish follow in the rivers. It's just I could could never just put it all the way together. So I figured, you know what? I got, you know, three days, four days in a row. I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to put it all together, and I'm going to get it on film. So I was like, you know, I got defeated this whole time up to this. I was at least going to catch the first one. I wanted to get it on film. So I ended up getting it on film. But uh, so many misses, man. It was like it was just the impossible feat to catch one of these things on film. So it was ended up going into the last day of my vacation that I actually had some time off, you know, to be able to do it. I lost, you know, a really good fish, you know, trying to get the net. I lost that fish on film, too. And uh, it was like right before dark. It was, the, the you know, the, the last little bit of window I had, you know, we're going into the major, you know. I had fish active all week. I know there's fish there that they're going to eat. And I ended up, you know, casting into this one pool and... Had a fish follow up the first time, go into the eight, and then he ended up missing it, and then he swam off. So, you know, I recast it back out, you know, 20 feet past where I seen him swim out. Let it sink down a little bit and ended up stripping it back, and he hailed it right there on one of the pauses right at the bank. And then it was like And you watched it happen? Oh, yeah. Watched it happen. You know, I had a GoPro rolling, so I got the, you know, the footage. I can Mm. keep watching it over and over. (laughs) I know everybody in my house right now is probably a little annoyed watching, sitting here watching me. You know, replay footage over and over and over again, listening to, you know, all the dialogue. The, the yeah, like, yes, 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 no, yes, no, yes. no, 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 no. But uh, ended up sticking that fish, ran down, grabbed the net, and was able to get it in the basket, and there she was. That was the, the cherry pop moment, and I, I ended up getting it. So now I just want another one. Oh, hell, and, and the second's always way easier. Mm. Um, So... I want to get into a, a little uh, hunting talk because you're a big hunter as oh, well. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you you archery hunt. I had I'm not going to call myself an archery hunter for deer at all, um, but uh, you know when you archery hunt and you're hunting, you know what the you know give it a little bit of contrast to you know musky fishing. 
you know, same feeling. But, but how the, much do the, you love? How much do you love hunting? And you know, even just some good stories from this year in hunting, if you have a few. Well, um, you know, as a comparison to the two, I mean, musky fishing from hunting. I mean, I moved a fish at one point this week that was probably right around 40 inches. And I was, that, to me, I was like looking at 170-inch whitetail through the woods, you know. I'm my, my heart's in my throat while I'm, while I'm trying to do this figure eight. I'm shaking, you know, while I got the, sure. everything wrapping around. But, uh, <clears throat> I mean, the pursuit, I, I definitely like the pursuit whenever it comes to musky fishing because it's like you're not going to catch a ton of them. You're not. So every time you catch one, that is so rewarding. And I got to tell you, man, that first one for me, after it dragging out for that long, God, that was like euphoric. Yeah, no, it was sure. A, it was like I won a million dollar scratch off with a like, all right, so look at it this way. I was able to tape my fish. So I'm going to call it a 30, but this fish did not want any part of being in the net whatsoever. And I didn't want to have it flopping all over the bank. So I tried to keep it in the net and in the water as much as I could. So we'll call it a heavy 29. So <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll call it a heavy 29. Hey, but, man, my first one was 30. Dude, and you I, know I don't what? think I've caught one over that ever on the fly rod. So, hey, you know, I'm 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 not musky Mark over here. But, uh, you know, I, I do enjoy. I enjoy the, uh, the pursuit, definitely, of well, both of them as well. You know, and uh, you also have a son. That uh, I do, you know, I do. Then have you? How old is your son? If you don't mind getting in, and uh, have you taken him out fishing and hunting? As I, well? I have. He has had one heck of a year this year, man. This, you know, this was his first year, like really getting. We took him turkey hunting last year. How old is he? Uh, he's eleven. Oh, yeah, awesome. He's eleven. Oh, he'll he's be, right there, man. Year. Yeah, yeah. Heck yeah. So um, I ended up. I I went to my buddy's wedding in Arizona. So I was actually I was out of the out of the state for you season and for for turkey for ohio and um my dad ended up taking him out and you know i knew it I, I, it's just one of those things like you know i'm not here he's going out with my dad i was like he's gonna get one sweet he's gonna yeah. get one so he ended up smoking a big tom oh awesome smoking dad a big speaks tom. the language well huh oh yeah oh yeah yeah awesome yeah really good turkey hunter my That's dad, cool. my, my old man's killed a ton of birds and then oh yeah all of his buddies they i mean they love turkey hunting so he ended up getting a bird, and then, uh, I mean, he's caught a ton of fish. I mean, we've always taken him fishing. He's caught steelhead and everything. I mean, he's caught everything that I've caught. He busted his PB catfishing, like, the same time, three different nights in a row. But um, going into, uh, like, fly fishing and stuff, he hasn't really gotten into any of that yet. So maybe next year we'll get him start Hunting with uh, just a rifle or a crossbow or... Hunting wise, yeah, we're just using a crossbow for right now. Cool. Yeah, we just got him on a crossbow. Awesome. He smoked his first deer this year, so oh, we ended up getting that on film too. And um, did you use the polarized lens on that one too? No, 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 no. That one was the Sony. That one was the Mac Daddy. That that's the tree setup. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, we got that one all set up on Even you know better. the arm and everything. Yeah, gotta love 4K, man. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. But uh, he ended up, you know, made a great shot. We, you know, we watched the deer go down and everything. I was more excited than he was. Let's just say there's a there's a lot of bleeping in that video just for me, you know, screaming, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there was a lot of hooting and hollering coming out of me. Oh yeah. But, uh, you listen to most musky videos anywhere. 
you're probably gonna hear a few bleeps and a, and a, and a few bleeps. Oh yeah, and then a couple yeah. more bleeps. And, oh yeah, you know I'm sure you're bleeping out there when you hooked your first muskie. I'm sure there's 17 million bleeps. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That that footage for that throughout the week. Yeah, we're gonna have to edit out like half of it. We could just make one solid just beep out of it. You're probably gonna take up like 10 minutes of roll. <laughs> Sweet, make a video and uh, we'll we'll yeah, have it definitely. up on the SVS instagram there yeah i'm gonna all of the footage and everything that i've gotten you know through the whole journey i, I try to you know film quite a bit of it i mean i have missed you know a lot but i was able to get a lot of different trips you know that me and you have had you know i've gotten some good footage you know catching stuff here and there so i'm gonna end up doing something with it here pretty quick and you know once i decide which route we're gonna take with it uh we'll definitely we'll let you know hell yeah all kinds of goodies mm-hmm. 4k 4K. 4K. That filter made a huge difference. That filter, I am so impressed with that. Oh, yeah. That is a great thing. Yeah. I would buy that again. I should buy another one just to have a backup. Seeing those muskies turn sideways was pretty pretty sweet. It the, Those videos that I showed you don't do justice. You got to see it on, on the iMac. You got to see it on the big screen. So once we get some digital copies here rolled around and edited up, it'll be some good stuff. Heck yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I'd like to have seen the drone out there the other day with us when we were on our float. Mm-hmm. You know, Chris having the drone out was pretty incredible. He had that on me one day. And I, <laughs> I'm with a client, and we're sitting there eating lunch, and his drone comes up. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me right now. He's like, what's that? I'm like, well, it's always a drone, but I, I don't know like who. It's like, I wonder if it's like the game commission, like just checking from the <laughs> bank. And then flies away. I was like, all right. So we finish lunch. We go across the lake. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. We're kind of still learning here. Jay might have bumped something yeah. that shut us off. And yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, we're back, though. I bumped the clicker. Go but ahead. Keep going, Mark. Jeff did a Boom. heck of a job on that fish. I mean, he ate, and it was just immediate, just perfect hook set. Fish was thrashing right there. Put him in the net. Uh, it was a 39-inch fish, the width of the bump board. I mean, the thing was fat. And that so, was on a, a float? No. That was on the lake. I was on the lake. Awesome. A couple hours later, kind of same deal. We're doing a little bit of a drift, but it's the wind isn't as bad. It's kind of laid down, and at this point, we're kind of like off of an edge over deeper water. Same deal. Goes into the figure eight, makes a few turns, and then out of nowhere, another fish just comes shooting up from out from underneath the boat, slams it, ends up getting that, and it's the same deal. Another big fat fish, 37. And that was a, that was a nice. That was a good day. I uh, appreciate you know Jeff driving in from Wisconsin. Definitely want to hit on that one because we had ourselves a good day there. Couple nice big fish, this fat fish. What are you talking? I got pee. Go oh, ahead. okay. Well, yeah, I don't know the hand gestures you're talking like that. <laughs> and I guess that kind of leads into maybe like a week after that, and you and I went up because mm. we had a little run where I had three trips in. It's just kind of a, this last couple months have been a lot of missed fish. Because we had a run there where there was four four trips. 10 fish moved, and only, I think it was three or four landed. There was like five or six, like maybe one or two that was kind of like a meh fish. And then there was like three or four that we definitely should have put in a boat. Mm-hmm. Whether it was you were in or someone else was in or had a client in or I was by myself. And that was just on like that, that one short little run there. And then that day we were up there, we, you moved the fish right off the bat. And that fish kind of like was a little weird. Like it wanted to go, but I think it kind of knew something was up. That it was came up like, and nudged the tail that at the was back like of, one of I felt like that was the most confident I've ever taken a fish into the figure eight on the lake. Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, you could see that fish coming, and as soon as you went into the eight well with him, he came up, kind of nudged it, and then 
don't know, maybe like mid midday later on after lunchtime. <laughs> you go, you, you figure eight in the back, you finish your eight, lift a fly up, and yeah. all of a sudden you see yeah, this fly just come it. straight porpoise yeah. out of the water. Here comes this muskie just head shaking yeah, looking for this fly. had a SpaceX sticker on it the side of him. It slams back down in. I start figure eighting, and this fish comes over straight from the bottom and just T-bones it. And I straight just did what you did on one of them fish. Uh-huh. I pulled the rod right back to the right, not even thinking, and then stripped. And at that point, the fly was already got that jacked them. That was a funny fish, though. Straight mm. up out of the water to turn around and just smack in the next Yeah, we'll fly. never forget that one. No, and then after that led to some more jacked up opportunities because then I had that fish smack the, the glider at the side of the boat. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not taking responsibility on it. I take responsibility on the fish before that, the one we just spoke of. That one was... I had that still fresh in my mind and I was like, don't screw this fish up the same way. And I did that uh, yeah that's usually how it happens though yeah you tell yourself don't do it and then you you already do it and then you're yeah like, like i, I, sp- I, I spun the like I, I, as soon as the fish ate i let his head go down and i pointed a rod down at him and started to strip and then by the time i got to strip to it the fly popped out of its mouth and i was like yeah but can i didn't even get to do anything yet it was like i was making sure i didn't do the wrong dang thing on that one but you win some you lose some and there was a couple more fish lost after that and then finally at the end of the year there had a fish go many rounds in the figure eight. Eight, ten rounds in the eight. And it's like by the end of it, I started doing some different things with him and kind of got an idea what the fish was doing. And you could tell he was ready to eat, but he wanted like that speed. If he took anything off of it, he just wasn't doing it. So next round back in, he came back in and got him about eight feet out, ripped it quick into the eight. And like as you could tell, as soon as you did that, he kind of got fired, hung it high right, fish shot straight up and smoked it. So we got a little more activity there, but we had kind of like a little period in between where it got really cold, froze yeah. everything up. We had a lot of, uh, everything was, for the most part, ice. What oh, the, the cat. happened? Cat, cat busted in. And the cat came oh from out. Oh, my God, what happened to your cat? He came he, from he, the couch. He lost some weight. Did you get gastric bypass surgery? <laughs> lost <laughs> some weight? That cat's a third. <laughs> and it isn't hair. He didn't have that much hair. That no. cat went from like twenty four pounds to ten. Mm, he's he's thinner than he was Jenny before. Uh, he I don't know. He's old man. He's he's a very old cat. Uh, he's still hanging in there. Uh, his hips are a little the door's bit older. Still his closed. Yeah, I don't he know. Came, yeah, I don't he, know. He came out from underneath the couch. Oh, he's been hunting under there the whole time. He's probably say, the door's still closed. How he's got he a clubhouse under there. Yeah, I'm sure he's been under there. For a long time, I I don't know, but yeah, all right. Hey, oh, buddy. I did get my first tiger. I'm talking on that. Oh, yeah. sweet, yeah, yeah that was, a, that was yeah. a good looking fish. That was a really pretty fish. Yeah, that was another day. Wind was just ripping. Yeah, I gotta I gotta visit that place. Yeah, one of these someday. days, someday. And yeah, wind was just ripping. That fish hit quick. As soon as the fly hit the water, I was doing uh, 700 grain because it was like just ripping so fast. You need everything you could just to get the fly down. Just throwing a double with a dragon tail, and that was another thing too. Is this year. It was literally eight out of ten fish moved, hooked, landed, everything total. Eight out of eight, eight out of ten fish came on dragon tails. That's oh, I've, I watched some sick, damn. sick eats. That one fish that you hooked on the yellow double, that day that we were out uh, with Raz, mm-hmm. that fish. Oh man, that was epic. Watching mm-hmm. that fish eating that sun like that. Oh man, that was just that's National Geographic. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's what we should. You should get all your uh, footage there, Mega. Yeah. So national. Let me know how that works out. Yeah. It would be well. sweet to see a National Geographic Mosque one, though. They should do that. That would be really cool. Like Jimmy the safari ones. It'd be a Jimmy Nat Geo. Yeah. I like it. Talk to Nat Geo. Yeah. Tell him we want Figure a Mosque one. Send a send a nice little message to the Herald. Let them know that we're doing it too. But all in all, though, I mean, it was a good fall. I mean, the weather was kind of like you know we did freeze up there early toward you know in December, which made it tough. Um, but it moved a really, lot of fish. It was, really and it was one of them years. We're looking back though. I mean, I, that's one thing. I guess if we look back on twenty two, and you were there for a lot of it. I fished this year differently than I normally do because I I learned a lot from twenty one. And I wanted to make sure I wasn't missing out on any opportunities. So I kind of bookended a lot of the places I was fishing for certain periods a little longer than I should have, just to make sure. And it was kind of one of them years where I sacrificed the spring a bit because I wanted to stay on an area longer. And I learned exactly what I did, you know. And, that, and it, it is what it is. Got one fish out of it. But that was like, okay, now I know. Now I know it's you do exactly like you did the year before and you stay on on that period of time. And then you fish this other different bodies of water then. So it's kind of one of them years like the spring when it blew by and we kind of jacked with that a lot. But it was a year I think we learned a ton. We opened up a mm. lot of new water, a lot of new water. People have just, you know, I don't like, I don't want to be fishing around many people if I can. I mean, I'll help you. I will gladly teach you stuff. I'll do everything I've, uh, what I can on that end. But at the end of the day, if I got people here and with people, I want to be taking them where they're not getting rowed over top of somebody else where I'm not. I don't want a lake. That's impossible to do. But the least amount. I want to try to get you access to where I think the best fishing is going to be first. And if we've got to do th later in the day, regard, you know, that's going to be what it's going to be. So I try to do as much as I can to be in areas and fish the least amount on weekends as I can. And this year it's kind of it's pushed us to new places that are they're harder to fish, but boy, they're rewarding. Oh, yeah. They absolutely. are really rewarding. And it's it's kind of brought out a, a lot of new ideas, too, in the fly game. The market right now is interesting with a certain few products, and, you know, it's going to be a little bit – I mean, my bucktail now, everything I'm doing on my flies now, almost all of the bucktail, literally, except for chartreuse and fluorescent uh, yellow. They're the only two colors that I can't figure out dye-wise. But, like, today I did orange and black, and – I'm dying every other color. I got like 18 colors I'm doing, but I'm processing all my own tails and just trying to get back to basics with a lot of the flies and get back to eliminating a lot of, I don't know, the quality I want to be 100%. And these last couple years, the it's hit the market, the fly tying market extremely hard. And some of the synthetics too are going to give us a little different opportunities to work with. I mean, the, the Paccarini tails have been just unbelievable. So with them, I don't know that we really need to get too much diving into feathers to accent them, where there's a lot of other options that are going to accent them too. And just, hmm, there's voids. We've got to fill different voids in our fly boxes. We've got new waters. We've got new waters we're going to hit this year coming up. There's different ideas, and, you know, each fly kind of serves a little bit of a different purpose. Yeah, you're, it's always constantly thinking, man. You're always, you're always bouncing new ideas around and everything, and that, that, that's cool to to. to, to see that you know because like I, I can start to understand and that comes along with like you know getting into the fishing and keeping going and you know learning more is i'm starting to see that too okay that style of fly fish a little bit differently and this 
type of scenario and, you know, so on and so forth. And just to see you pick that apart, you know, and, and be that kind of, you know, methodical and how you're going to build these things and, you know, what kind of presentation and everything. It's just, it's, it's awesome to see that. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's reasons behind everything that's done on them flies. They're not just, I mean, they're, they're all bucktail flies, but at the end of the day, they're all done differently and they're all done that way for a purpose. And like one I'm working on now, it's the weight placement in it is kind of the key thing where when you get into like Buford style flies, you don't worry about weight placement. But when you're working with synthetics and bucktail and you're trying to get a fly that's going to cut the water quick and fish in scenarios that you're not typically putting a musky fly through, you kind of got to figure, where am I going to allocate this weight so now that the fly isn't hanging there? You know, fish just don't hang there in rapid current. I want that fly to hit the water and I want it to be in there now, but I don't want a heavy head because I don't want a jigging. I don't want a jig fly going through there. I want a fly that's going to dart and kick and dive. And there's a lot of ideas out there. It's just, you know, kind of working with them and, you know, reverse engineering. What causes a fly to do this? And where can I add this to do this? And what can I put here? And, you know, like that one the other day, we went out and did that. And then we fished it. And that night I went home, tied that fly. And there's four different things on there, all to make that fly swim just a little bit different. Mm -hmm. But I got to do this to do this to do this. And it might not look like much sitting there, but... So it's going to swim and do exactly what we need it to do in them scenarios. Do you still processing bucktail, Mark? Yeah, just I just said that five minutes ago. Okay. Who are you? Perfect. I think I might have <laughs> been taking a piss. Maybe, um, actually, yeah. You got a legit excuse there. I'm sorry. Okay. But, uh, no, did you mm -hmm. go into any of it? And how do you, f are you enjoying yourself? And you also have been um, dying bucktail, I saw in a, in a text, too, and getting it out a little bit. I'm doing, yeah, this was, I, you, we did cover a lot of that while you were paying. Oh, okay, mm -hmm. okay. But yeah, no, I'm doing all, and it, you know what, I get a lot of messages, like uh, today I posted a picture of the one on there. It's just writ die, but there yeah, is a sure. rhyme and a reason, you know, I shouldn't say rhyme and reason, there's a method to it, mm -hmm. you know. I remember doing it with you guys a little bit, mm -hmm. even, you know, when we were all dying bucktail. I couldn't, you know, hang out for a lot of the bucktail uh, Yeah, you experience. can't touch that stuff. No, not for me, but... uh Giants you know, are still winning. Uh, yeah. ah, <laughs> are they on. really? Yeah, 24-21. I thought it said 27, but I'm blind. Huh. Well, uh, <laughs> sorry. We're watching We're watching uh, football. We're going to get into a little bit of playoff football after this. But, uh, but yeah. No, keep going to the Bucktail so, yeah, for a little so bit. I've and been, we're gonna, I think this year. We're going to break, and then we're going to come back with our last three, and then we're going to get out of here. So Cool. Um, since November 1st, I think I've like 275 I've processed so far. but. Nice. And I kind of hit on this like when you're right there. The quality right now is just kind of it's it is what it is. Percent I would rather note. I would rather take things into my own hands and do as much of it as I can if I got to sacrifice the time for it. So be it. And like with these bucktails, Western just, PA, we got some good bucktails. Man, so much. Well, the other thing is though too is I take I do mine differently because they are for me and I'm not for sale. So I'm not trying to pump them out as quick as I can. I do borax, in which I like a lot better and denature alcohol. But when I'm dying tails, these tails are then getting hand blown dry three times when mm -hmm. they're dying. Oh, they're sure. soft, they're fluffy. So like when you see them, they like but puff you, up you like that. My, did you steal my thing off Mark or of Chad at least? No, he had the dryer too, but I don't have you, a two twenty in the garage. Oh gosh. No, yeah. I just got a hand blow dryer, so I do mm. them all. And then like, but well, before I, before they get borax, they get blow dried. Yeah. And then after they come off being borax, they're washed or blow dried. Then when they're dyed, after they're dyed and they're wet, they're blow dried. 
So these things are nice, soft, and as long as you keep the right heat on them and you do things kind of the right way, they don't burn out, and you don't have the, the hollow, crinkly, crunchy ones, and they tie nice, and it makes my life significantly easier tying with good bucktail all the time. And if there's tails in there that I don't like, they're going to get put in a different box, and they're going to get used for whatever they're going to be used for. I don't have to force that tail through because it's like, all right, well, I got, you know, like, Right now, I'm kind of getting to the back end, and I still got 85 flies to go. One point, I was a month ago, it was 345 flies in the hole. <laughs> Making progress, uh, so I don't have to worry about What's forcing that anymore. I can just—I always have good. Like today, I, this morning, I woke up, I was like, "All right, I need orange and I need black to keep going." I went down, I looked through all the tails. It's like I know what I'm doing. Black. I don't want these certain kinds of tails because they don't die right. I chose the tails I wanted. It makes life a lot easier. Uh, so what is the percentage you keep white? Thinking 50%? I always keep a no, I always keep a revolving twenty on hand. Mm. So, you know, at all times I've got twenty white tails. And as I keep progressing, I'm trying to keep it to where I've got pretty much every color of at least ten or more tails of every color. But white I always keep the most of. Probably I mean let's put it this year. I went through five hundred and twenty five tails as when I bought last year. A lot of tails. Heck yeah. A lot. Well, hey, one more break and we'll come back with uh, yeah. a couple more things and Dig then, it. Uh, then we'll be out of here. Sounds hey, good. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Well, we're watching NFL playoffs right now, so uh, we're all fired up. Mark and I are all fired up about talking about football and yeah, I mean, I, so where I, were we I at? I'm going to say we one were thing. yelling because at each other. This I is went, a good podcast. I went into this playoff saying that. We need to turn everybody down for this. If Kansas City plays Buffalo, Kansas City is going to go. <laughs> if Buffalo plays Cincinnati, Buffalo is going to beat Cincinnati. I don't but think if, so. Wait, 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 wait. Shut up. Let me finish. And I said if Cincinnati <laughs> plays Kansas City, Cincinnati can beat Kansas City. Every After time? watching Buffalo to play today, I'm going to re- I'm going to rephrase that. Because I think the only option is if Kansas City plays Buffalo, Kansas City goes. Other than that, Cincinnati's probably going to be Buffalo if they play again the way they did today. Josh Allen's going to make a mistake in the game where he cost him that they can't come back from. He has made mistakes this year in timely time, and it's just you can't keep doing it. It was Miami and Skyler Wood Thompson. Skyler I mean, Thompson, he actually okay. had my last name. There so you the, go. the Cole Beasley pick, okay, I'll give him that. That yeah. was probably shouldn't happen. That fumble, that's on you. That is 100% on you. You can't do that in that situation. And then you can't come out there right after that and act like a child. Dude, he was so jittered. Yeah. That, like, he was like trying to like push passes out. And that interception was the dumbest play call that McDaniels could have ever called. Hand the ball off. Don't, as soon as he gave him that little bit of momentum right back, it was game over. And he played like you should have. But he's going to make one of them stupid plays in a time where they're not going to be able to come back from it. Just like even the he's last week. He's a great week. quarterback, but he makes some They They won last week, sh- but I was sitting there with our buddies, you know, while we were floating. Yeah, and I said, threw, I said, he threw a couple picks. He, he threw a pick in the end zone, an end zone, or a red zone pick. He threw another red no. zone pick. And it's like, what's that, five or six this year? I, I don't know, know exactly. I, I mean, don't quote us on stats because we don't know crap on stats. When it comes I, to I do. I know but all I the watch, stats. That's, that's the only sport that I watch every. Top three, top three quarterbacks. I mean, I know all their stats, and that's you know that's Mahomes. It's it's Josh Allen and Joe Burrow, and I put Burrow a little ahead of Josh Allen. I do, uh, 
Not quite a Mahomes. No. Mahomes puts up numbers, so you can't dispute Mahomes' numbers. He's I got know. like 40. And I don't, I'm not has, a Mahomes fan. He has 40-some touchdowns, so whatever it is, you know, interceptions. 50-some hundred, what, 54, 5,500 yards this year? Oh, yeah. I think he was uh, over one, five going into. One. He was number one, and yeah. uh, Herbert was number two. And I think Burr was three as far as yards, or maybe it might have been Josh Allen and then Burr, whatever. I'm not sure exactly how it all rolled out, but I, I don't know. I'll put Burrow up there at number two now. I'm going to I'm gonna ride. I love – I'm gonna ride the Purdy train. I love him. Oh, you're 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 he a Niners does, fan. He, but, well, you no, know, it's not even that because I am exactly. You know, I've been a Niners fan since '93. He was right before the Saint. I mean, I remember. You know, it's been twenty. Deion Sanders, now, bro, jumping around when they beat the Chargers. But I've always been defense and run the football. If you have a good enough defense and you can run the football, all you need is a quarterback to get the ball to your playmakers, and that's how Shanahan came and built this team. And he built it perfect for a quarterback like that. And the kid came out. He was jittered in the first half. It doesn't matter what quarterback. And as soon as he settled down, you don't need to make – you don't have to thread the needle. You then play The way that he has them plays called up, there's going to be a guy in motion for a reason for him to be there for. All you got to do is settle down and make the pass. And a lot of times they're under 15, 20 yards. You don't need Trey Lance in there. Get rid of him. Get your draft picks. <laughs> yep. Get a couple picks back because yep. you have none now. But you've built Dude. arguably one of the best teams on paper. Christian you, McCaffrey. You their, their trade for Christian McCaffrey. I'm like, ridiculous. Uh, uh, God damn it. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a Cowboys fan. Ridiculous. So, you know, oh. and, I, and I root my Bengals up, and I love 11 Joe and Burrow, 0 since obtaining them, though. Yeah, well, they lost his first game. That's right. They did. Yeah, and, and then, then won. they won ever since. But again, the other team with the, the longest and the hottest team is the Bengals. They haven't lost anybody. And the only thing I have against the Niners is. You look at their schedule, they didn't play as hard a teams as the Bengals have played to get to that, other than the Bengals, you know, one by the extra bye yeah, week they got it, when But the other you know, side of that is, is the attack. NFC isn't as strong as the AFC is. No. They're playing through the Chiefs. They're beating the Chiefs. You know, they're beating a lot of the you know they're beating a lot of great teams. Yeah. To get to and, that. and the Niners don't have that in the NFC. I mean you got no. like right now. Yeah, but even the, the Minnesota. Niners. Minnesota finishes this year, what, thirteen and four? That team just as easily could have been six and eleven. Oh, sure. They're not that great of a football yeah. team. They just got lucky in a lot of games. Well, they didn't get lucky. They made good drives you know at the end of the game. Hey, you know what's better than and having the largest the comeback ever? Not giving up 32 points in the first half. But they have the best wide receiver in the league. Yeah, I'll agree to that 100%. Justin Jefferson ridiculous. Uh, unbelievable. Ridiculous. I mean, and, and Cousins played phenomenal. He's yeah, played he's, a phenomenal he played season. He's played good. The defense Goff, did not Goff, do it all what they should have done. Goff really came. Yeah, dude. That oh, I wish, I wish, I wish Seattle would have honestly. I wish the Rams would have made it. I wish the Rams would have made it. I love every loss Pete Carroll gets. Uh, we all remember this before. But, but yes, and you know what? It. Hey, good for the Rams because they've been drafting well. They've made a couple finally good decisions. You know what they're not doing? Being the Browns. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. They've got a good football team. They got a good coach. Even if their quarterback isn't a two hundred eighty million dollar guy, I would have more faith in him than I would Deshaun Watson right now. I'd take golf over Watson. Oh, oh! I, I can't believe I'm saying that. Oh, a hundred times the most Cleveland thing to do was. I thought golf to was gonna be like another Carson Wentz, and he really no, he came out to be better. Right. Yeah, he's all right. And they uh, got a great running back. Yeah, they were Williams. just they were looking the, they just had to do something to get over the hump that one year because they had the team that year and it went to show that yeah, the Rams well no uh, the, the Rams the Rams no but the Rams truly like I'm talking about the Rams 
You know, they had to go oh, the all Rams. in. I'm still talking about the trade. Lions. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. How they got Goff. They traded for Matt Stafford. Well, yeah, they Goff. were making a run to win that. And they did they what they had, needed to yeah. do to win and, that. Yeah, sure. They were a team of, they had to make it in one year because look at what they did the year after. Nothing. Yeah. Their two stars are hurt. And I tell you, like right blah, now, blah, you've got to have that end. That's what makes it. And mm-hmm. that's like what, what helped mm-hmm. Detroit so much. That and Hutchinson in there. Mm-hmm. But look with Bosa. When the game comes down to the line, you know they're going to be trying to pass the ball right now. Bosa's and and so having good. someone like Bosa that's oh, going to be pressure and, you know, in that fourth quarter and the last few minutes of the game, he's going to be down your Oh, throat. I love Bosa. Both of, Both of them. Both of them. Yeah. Mac I'm played a, a great I'm, game I'm, yesterday. I'm a Buckeye, you know. Me. Mac Everybody phenomenal listen game. knows I'm a Buckeye, so those those two guys, yeah. And that's a huge difference in Dallas this year was Michael Parsons. Oh, sure. That's Damn. what made the difference, you know, with uh, – Michael Parsons is great. You know what I the Rams the last year, I have about picking them? up Vaughn Miller. I mean, sure. you obviously, you got Aaron Donald, who's great, but but having Miller yeah. now, now you take another guy yeah. add to that. That's that's sh- that should have been what it, happened it to goes Buffalo. To show you how you know Aaron Donald doesn't look as great without Vaughn Miller next to him either. And he had one year where they moved him around a lot more, and he got like twenty sacks, and he's great. Don't get me wrong, one. but yeah. You know, I'm, I'm I don't know. I'm I mean, on the Bengals. I'm on the Bengals bandwagon. I'm a Cowboys. You know, my my Cowboys play tomorrow night. They get to prove themselves or not. We'll see. Uh, you know, I, oh God, I've been a Cowboys fan forever. Touchdown. Who? Giants. Uh, Jim's sitting right in front of the big flat screen I put in our uh, podcast room. I need to put it up on the wall somewhere. Uh, but, you know, for now, it's where it sits. Mark's going to tell me who scores yeah, touchdowns. I like Giants. it. It's perfect. Yeah, hey, sweet. 30-24, pending PAT. Okay. All right, so let's go. Now we get to talk about the Brookie stream. We, okay. got our, we got your NFL out of the way. See, it wasn't all that bad. No, you it was have to wonderful. Wait till the end. I love talking about the NFL. Yeah. The yeah. Bengals are going to go all the way again. Okay. Joe Burrow's throwing five uh-huh. touchdowns tonight. Um, they didn't go all the way last year. They went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, all the way would have been winning the Super Bowl. Well, they're going to win the Super Bowl this year. Okay. Unless it's against mm-hmm. Dallas. Okay. We'll unless see. It's, unless it's against San Francisco. Yeah, well, that would be a, that would be a fun matchup. I would love to see. Well, it. we'll we'll have a party if that happens. We'll watch football love and it. and smoke some food. Sweet. Okay. Shane um, gonna do. It's been a great turnout, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's another one. I I, I I love fly tie night. I look forward to it. I forget a ton, and I'm so thankful that you remind me all the time. But I always love fly. Next tie one isn't gonna so be until funny. the tenth. It was funny. Uh, I was talking to Devin's dad and I was like, Oh, you know, hey, come fly tying night, you know? Come with Devin, you know, blah blah blah. Devin's like, I'm not coming to tying night no more. He was like, that was like my time away. Like with you guys. Without my dad. And I'm like, oh shit, what did I do? I did it wrong. Oh. And, uh, and uh, I, I was laughing. I said, "Oh, come on, man! You know we'll have a good time. We'll just leave him off your back. We he won't yeah, ask us. Yeah. There's no, there no, there's no asking questions. Don't ask us questions. That's fine. We're just there for the uh, the camaraderie and the fun having. I do a good job entertaining the older crowd. You know, I'm I'm glad he's come. And my cousin, you know, he's not really a fly fisherman, but even yet he likes to come to the you know podcast or the, the fly tying nights just to hang out with everybody and he talks smoking food with you know mm-hmm. with chris, chris and they really you know they really dig and get into that kind of stuff and they're real good both really really good at cooking and it shows they're both giant guys mm-hmm. that have big guts and you know <coughs> uh, <They> like food <laughs> and they like food a lot a lot more than i do apparently and uh 
they 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 live to eat. I eat to live. But you know, I'm going wherever. They love, he he loves being there because you can you know there's so much different there's so much different talking so many different personalities and so many different people that are into different things that all but they're all in the you know fly fishing as well speaking of all that though you know what we didn't tap on at all Hmm. shore lunches this year god shore lunches have evolved we have had some shore lunches they have evolved ridiculous oh god we set up at the beast and it was like we had two different kinds of we had like a was a five meat chili. Dude, we ended up yeah. putting my my one whole back strap away. We're like, just we'll save that for whenever yeah. we're done. Yeah, <laughs> like we so can't much eat. Food yeah. We oh cooking. my god, it was amazing. This was is ridiculous. gonna segue perfect. But like, last uh, oh, even like through the year though, we have made so much. Well, just everything. I know, but I'm constantly looking for like shore lunch cooking cooking gear. You know, like I'm constantly looking to see like what we could do to like make it a lot better. Without like going super heavy on the weight. I mean, short of like getting something that we can like, you know, do. I, I, I would say that you know, there was a lot of food to go around at last year's beast. I mean, anybody's welcome at my camp for that weekend. I mean, not that we can hold too many more people, but I talked to the guys down below us, and yeah, both you of them, it, and we bumped into them at the bar afterwards. Yeah, we're we're friends with all those guys. They I think with shit wherever have, the fuck though, we want. What we have, and then there's probably going to be a couple more coming up this year that I'll talk to you a little more about. I don't know. We could probably going to be able to hold maybe another three or six. Because that's going to be up over Sweet. 20 people. Let's do it. Let's, yeah, uh, there's we're a, gonna, we're, this is going to be the best beast listen, ever. There's going to be a couple more I'll talk to you about after the show. Remind well, me. Well, hell yeah. I, I think hey. that would be very doable. I think we need to, like, whatever boats are yeah. there, we got to put them off to do the with side your by boat. How, Everything with your boat? your boat? We need Give to it to cut. Jason. For the weekend, and just find another boat. That's what you should do with your boat. Take that boat, and let's cut that stupid thing off the front of it, right up against your center console, and let's put a smoker, a pellet smoker there, and you can mm-hmm. run it right mm-hmm. off your battery. You're talking about the seat in the live well? Yeah, <laughs> that live well. That yeah, stupid that thing. Well, yeah. Cut that live well out. Let's listen, put a listen, smoker listen. there, and we'll hook it right to your battery so it's got the feed. Mark's we can smoke the whole morning. We can put that sucker on right when we get on the water. Oh, where do good. I where do I put yes. where do I put my bullheads whenever Idea. it's flathead season though? You don't know. It's I, I need my bait. Well, we get a five gallon bucket. Yeah, and put five an gallon bucket. On come it. on, I have that too. But you know, you're right. I don't really use it. I use my live well you more have, as a cooler than anything. You have a TRD Pro Tundra. You can get a five gallon bucket with an aerator. Yeah, that's fine. That's yeah. fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I think you should put a little smoker right there, and then we can. We can cook anywhere on it, though, man. It's just, it's all deck other than the center console. That I is. love it. <laughs> That's what she cool said. <laughs> uh, Speaking of fly tying, uh, sorry. February 4th, I'll be down International Angler. Mm. Okay. Yep. So, anybody listen, wants to come down, learn how to tie a couple flies, or get my input for what it's worth? Where was that at again? International Angler, uh, Robinson, PA, down by Pittsburgh. Sweet. Yep. What are you going to be doing down there? Exactly what you said. Time flies. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. I think we're gonna do a bucktail deceiver, smallies, salt water. We're into that. You can do it for both. And oh, the, the money fly, single white beaver. Mm. I love it. This thing's still sounding weird in my. Is it sounding weird in you guys? Can you turn my headset up a little bit? I could turn them all up at one time. 
Like yours sounds a lot different. Like when I'm talking to mine, hear, it sounds like it's me? like Yeah, I can hear you good. I, I feel like I'm not, I feel like I'm not eating the microphone. I can hear you. You need to eat the well. microphone like you eat it. But like myself, that, that, I feel like that, that was like, that see, was loud. like like touch it. Like almost touch it with your lips. Like get down in here. I almost have a problem because I rub my nose on the microphone because it's so fucking big that I can barely get my lips there without <laughs> rubbing the nose Look, on it. The top of Jay's mic looks like the bottom of my reel. Exactly. From all the line running through it is <laughs> my <laughs> top of it's just all rubbed <laughs> off from his nose. That beak up and going. Yeah, that, and there's like snot and some marks on it. Um, Got to get in the microphone like you fucking mean it. Yeah, I can yeah, hear you I too well, but it's so. like my, my own voice. But uh, we'll be fine. Whatever. I'm a soft so getting the tweaks out. Maybe naturally. I don't know. I haven't had a headset on talking into for four months. Maybe I can get used to that again. Could be it. Yeah, I think we sound really loud right now in my head, but yeah, it sounds like it's. It uh, looks like it's picking up enough on don't the. Worry. Uh, thing. Tomorrow morning we're gonna get a message from Pat going. You blew my ears out. I had to turn the volume yeah. the whole way down. You guys good, are good. way too That's loud. That's great. That's All right, great. Perfect, Pat. Perfect. We'll turn it down. Awesome feedback. Hey, as long as everybody can hear us well. If not, let us know, please. I think a couple beers helped as well. Oh, Swing yeah. lube. Really get this thing going. That's what so. we need. That's a come on. We all. That's what's always made this podcast just okay. <laughs> just okay. <laughs> just okay. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Uh, hey, yeah. hey. I'm I'm here to try to just fill in for our fat friend that isn't here anymore. Uh, and we're gonna, we're filling in with another fat friend, Chris. Uh, Chris is getting oh, all the fat course. jokes. He's a fat guy. Um, he he said that he's gonna tell me my nose is big, and I'll just call him fat. And then we we were on good terms on that. Yep. This sounds perfect. Worked out well. He and he'll he's funny because he likes making fun of you, and this is that works wonderfully. Don't worry, um, Sims. I'm gonna remember you the way you were. <laughs> so, I have one more good story. And this goes back to the beast and all those good shore lunches and all that food. And, you know, I don't know, you get around a bunch of guys, you're pooping in, you know, a, like an outhouse. And, you know, you know, me, I kind of clam up a little bit. And, you know, you can't clam up when you're, when you're, when you're eating like we wait, you know, you can't, you just, it just doesn't work out. So I'm at work on Monday morning after all that great food and all that great time. It was like depression, man. And I had, and I had like, I had like fucking a million pass by farts that were just, oh, they oh, were just rolling dude. right through. They no. were just rolling right through. You know what I mean? And that, then, that was a colorful and, time after and, post beast. And, and and Monday, that Monday morning, I'm building something out back of this people's house, and with my dad. And oh, I just think it's gonna be another. <laughs> no, we were, Mark was sitting outside, fucking livid. He was angry. He was, he was so mad. He was fucking he was mad. He was so shit. mad. Who's 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 fucking alarm is this? Hey, you know, what, at like, least it, you I'm know. Like, like uh, part of me was like, you know, I should probably just be like, you know what? That that wasn't my alarm. That wasn't my <laughs> alarm at all. Evans is over there just. He's like laughing in the corner, sleeping on the cot. I checked my phone. I'm like, oh, that wasn't me. I'm good. My battery's charged, yo. Well, I don't care if going. you set your alarm for 4.45. You shut the fucking thing off. don't snooze it three times. Sh- oh, my God. You did. You we fucking were, got hey, it. Oh, we, were we, were all, all, we were all up and we ready. We were all ready Sure we were, you, you dick. bet your ass. Yeah, Thank you. We fucking you, all of us had yeah. fucking 15 coffees in us by the time we fucking left to even go fishing. Been up for two hours. One dude's fucking drunk already. Fuck. 
It was a, it was a wonderful scene. No wonder we didn't. Catch I've never back. seen anybody drink more Malort than Bam did. Oh my oh, god! Oh man! I've never seen anybody hammer that much. You know that what? Stuff. That is like the worst. Dude, I when you burn, when you I burned that bottle at the beast, and since then we finally started catching musky again. Yeah, you got to drink it all. He was said he said you got to finish it. it. Burn it. Yeah. Finish no, it. I put it right in a fire and it lit just fine. <laughs> and I did not catch a musky when we had a little Malort with us. Nope. It's not a PA thing. It's Wait, a Wisconsin you thing. You dumped you it in the it. fire? I thought you meant like burn it off like you finished it. No, 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 no. No, you dumped it in the fire? I dumped it. I, was like, I bet you that burned bright. Bam was like, I'm done. I cannot possibly drink anymore. So when you tell me it's good, I'm burning it. So we had a wee little bit left in the bottle. Oh, yeah. And it went. It, it was definitely uh, burnt down to the ground. I, I was surprised that shit lit up like that. That's some nasty stuff. I mean, like, if you good. peed in a battery... And drank it. It'd probably be close, but not as bad. I would probably rather the battery acid. You know what? It, the battery acid probably wouldn't stick with you as long. Oh, I mean, the, the aftertaste the is like so metallic-y. Yeah. It's like you just sat there and chewed uh, on a graphite pen for like four yeah, hours. Everybody I've seen That's take a shot of that. It's like immediately after. You're like, well, how yeah. was it? They just look at you with like a blank stare, and it's just, it's not good. No, and it's you know what the bad part good. is? Like, the more you drink, like, you think like, okay, I'll eventually reach a point where it's gonna, just going to like, numb out it's gonna get better and it doesn't it gets worse every time it's like shitty tasting absinthe oh it's cool i mean that's the closest thing i could taste you're right it's like somebody pissed in a battery no good old malort not for me musky manifesto good old malort good what's next on our agenda uh i don't have any next mark wow I made the have whole way next. through that sheet of paper. Yeah, you, put, you putting out there, pal? We're not putting out oh, of anything. This is just the end of the end of the thing. We can talk about whatever we would like to talk about well, now. What would you like to talk about? Who haven't we hit on? What's our time at? How are we doing? We How are, are we at a minute, a minute, uh, minute and twenty five seconds. So we're still doing pretty decent. We can ramble on with whatever. Uh, oh. Doesn't matter Trump to me, it. sir. Like I said, I'll, I'll sit here and uh, tell th- everybody how great Joe Burrow is for the rest of the eternity. Um, those jerseys. Those jerseys. Oh, we didn't. Yeah, Ooh. the jerseys were cool. The white and black jerseys, those were hard. I think they're home tonight. I don't know what jerseys they're wearing. Hopefully, uh, I I just, you know what I mean? For me, I think I just don't want Joe Burrow to get hurt tonight. Because that defense has a good de- uh, pass rush. If he walks away, You don't want a chemo Von Olhoffen, huh? No, I don't. No, I don't. You're right. Exactly right. Well, you know, he's already been through one of those. His first year, he went through an yeah, ACL already. Absolutely. And he came back looking like the man still. You know, I think there's something to be said. For, not that Carson Palmer didn't play in some big Tackle games. But That's game. Carson Palmer played in some big games, but Joe Burrow has played some fucking huge games. And if you go back and look at even his college career, like his, his senior year in college was phenomenal. And it's not like he had some quarterback whispering coach or something. He had guys talk like this going from Gumbo, you know, I'm sitting down, I'm going to Louisiana. That's how their coach talked at the time. He won games, though. He did. He was pretty good. He was, really I, I, I was, he was a, funny. I loved him. I thought he was he was, awesome. he was perfect for LSU. He was, a, he was exactly. fucking great. Yeah. 
I like him. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I do fit Adam Sandler or uh, the yes. water or uh, LSU and the Water Boy. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Different Louisiana. You got be a big bear dog. I call me and Bob Boucher and they're going to win the Water Bowl. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Jim. You love it. I love it. So, you know. But he his senior year like or that that senior year was great. Victory formation, Giants beat them. Uh, oh, did they really? Yep. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, perfect. I knew the Giants were gonna win. It's just a team I wanted out. You of know that, that division. Was team that's, that that division was forward. good. Yeah, Dallas is a good team. Like that's a good division. Uh, Dallas is a good team. Dak is not the best quarterback, right. and that defense just needs to play what they're capable of. I agree. It's, it's and that's they play one out of every four or five plays. It's, it's coordinator, and Micah Parsons needs to have his hand on the ground every and, and saying he needs to be on the defensive line and not going into coverage ever. He needs to rush the passer like T.J. Watt does yep. every time. <laughs> like, why aren't you doing that with this guy? That's that was the way they used to do with Ware too, though. Demarcus Ware, if you go back a little way, Demarcus Ware is a very similar player to Micah Parsons, if you look at it. I'm a Dallas fan, so I've watched this shit the Who whole. Who was the other time. lineman they had with Ware that same time they drafted him that same year? To uh, was it Spencer or Fenton? Lawrence? Lawrence. L- Lawrence. Demarcus Lawrence. He plays now. He's good. He's he's still the other defensive end. He's a bigger defensive end, more defensive end ish. No, 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 no. Outside with linebacker. Ware. Oh, I'm not sure. You're probably right, Spencer. Something yeah. like that, I forget. But he was good, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he does uh, analysis on ESPN now, every morning. My, Marcus Spears. Marcus Spears? That's it, Marcus Spears. Yep, 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 yep. Nice yeah, call. Not Spencer. Call. Yeah, he, Marcus Spears is doing all the... Because they, uh, they call him something. All right, here's flies. a good question. What'd you learn on flies? What's your what's your fly? What do you like and why do you like it? Hmm. And we obviously Let's know. See You're here. not talking to me. Game changer. If I had to pick one, many shanks as you could get on it. Yeah, I mean you're not wrong there. You're, oh yeah, I mean, no you're not kid. wrong. You never got a fish. On you that told fly me though. flat. Listen, after I bought the first one off you, you told me flat out. You're like these take way too fucking long to make. <laughs> like please don't ask for any more. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm not gonna do that to you. You got enough on your plate as it is. But you know what? Honestly, I mean, I love I love all the minnow patterns that you tie, man. I mean that. I feel like whenever we have a real, like, big opportunity to go fishing, most of the time it's going to be in a smaller body of water. So I feel like, you know, going with, like, a mega profile, yeah, you get a bigger fish all the time. But I feel like, you know, we do need a little bit of a smaller profile for some of the smaller stuff. Like what I've been fishing in lately. Match the bait a little bit. Yeah, kind of match the hatch a little. And, I mean, I, I I love the little minnows. I love the deceivers. But, I mean, once you get us out on the lake, man, I mean... Those gliders, you know, that's going to be a big game changer this year. The gliders, you know, going with, you know, the dumbbell style, you know, river pigs, you know, with the multi-sections in them and everything. Yeah, we started moving some fish on them last oh, year. Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah, and definitely. That's still, them double dragon tails were just the money last year. Though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the tails. I'm so happy, you know, I got a way to, you know, you know, digging through all the old fish and stuff, find a, you know, a leader pouch and everything, you know, keep all my tails nice and everything now. Because I have one gold one. And it's kind of depressing to see that the gold one's kind of like going down a little bit. You could tell it's been waterlogged and it's Losing sat in it's a box. Luster. Yeah, so like I'm really glad I got a way to manage the tails now. They are having them in a little nice little mesh case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when are you gonna start tying? Digging them. 
like yeah. the way that they sink even in a lake. They work great to cut through in the rivers and the, sure. you know get the fly down into the faster water with the eights. But even with it being a full head, it's it has a nice ratio to how it sinks. Yeah, I I, I enjoyed it the other day. Well. Yeah, yep. uh, Torg was in the front. He broke his rod first cast. Yeah, it's like right off the bat. You know, like breaking the ride up, the ride over something. Yeah, happened. something. Something rolled on it in the mm-hmm. car and. But, yeah, he so he used that, and he, he liked it as well. So it worked very well. It wasn't bad to have in the boat. That's for Chad's like, oh, he would have a rod. Okay, take one of these extra ones. I still, I still got to get my 10-way Predator fixed, but I still got that 12-way around for an extra. I have a 10 that's broke, too. Well, we covered about everything. Yeah, we're running about an hour and 30. Yeah, we had a good first one. That kind of got the flow going back again. That was good. I okay. really enjoyed it, fellas. On. We're going to hit on Chris next week. He's going to be here, so we'll talk with him a little bit, and then we'll get some guests rolling in. we yep. got a few guys already on the hopper, so it'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. this was definitely fun. I appreciate it. Thanks Heck for inviting yeah. me guys along. Oh, man. Come in no. and talk about the first one. Absolutely. Morning. You have to come on more often. Uh, you know, the oh, microphone's yeah, definitely. open. Yeah, if you I'll have a sat, off. You guys ever have a spot, man? I mean, I'm... I'm just a phone call away. Nice part about it is, is we all live, you know, within a decent distance of each other. So it's not like it's the end of the world to, you know, change a couple plans here and there. So definitely. Cool, cool. Well, I'm Jay. That was Jim. Mark's oh, with us. And uh, we're recording in the Urban Fly Company studios. And our sponsors are? Yeti. Built for the wild. Sims Fishing, go check them out. A-Rex Hooks, find them at arexhooks.com. And Cortland Lines, we're just talking about the musky lines. Their new musky lines are phenomenal. Uh, friends of the show, we have uh, Chippewa Custom Rods. Tommy, uh, I got a Wolf 12 Rod Company. Uh, Queen City Guiding, our buddy Ryan Evans. Love seeing you all the time. And uh, 7165 Fishing. Michael at... Down to Earth Wealth Management. There you go. That was the SVS Fishing Podcast for this week, and uh, you guys have a good week.